Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. How are ya? It is officially fall in the northern hemisphere, spring in the south, and the changing seasons can also create energetic changes. Um, The equinoxes are a great time to really take an internal inventory and see how you're doing. Are you feeling balanced? Are there self-care or healing practices that you need to double down on? Are there changes that need to be made in your life? Now's a great time to sort of take a look at those kinds of things. Just do some uh, uh, reflection. I was working with a woman earlier this week who has been toying with the idea of a career change for about six months Now, she knows she needs something new and different, but, I mean, like everyone, fear is getting in her way. She's nervous about feeling uncertain. She has a fear of change. I mean, it's it's sort of funny how we can have feelings about the possibility of other feelings, right? We feel afraid that we'll feel uncomfortable. We feel nervous that we'll feel confused or uncertain. So... She and I just, we worked through some of that. Uh, It was mostly root and solar plexus chakra stuff. I mean, because if she's going to feel unhappy without the change, which she does, what's the difference if she feels unhappy not changing or feels another uncomfortable emotion with the change? It's, It's a sort of complicated cycle, but when we really trust ourselves to feel all of our emotions and know that we can handle them, Doing that internal reflection, doing that self-reflection is a little bit less scary. So I say that to encourage you to take a look at your life, your relationships, your goals, yourself. Use this change of seasons to take stock of the changes you want to see in yourself. I'm doing the same and it feels exciting and and nerve-wracking and full of possibility and also full of certain doom, right? Fun stuff, right? It's just feelings all over the place. But if you are feeling the same, today's episode is for you. And after you listen, be sure to join me on Facebook, Instagram, and even on the new Patreon page. Those three places have a lot of extras like photos and videos and even downloadable meditations. And the interview I did with Sammy Berner, the author of 
Essential Oils for Promoting Weight Loss, is up on the Patreon. So you'll definitely want to check her out. She talks about how to use oils to help with these anxieties that we're feeling, uh, how to improve your sleep, how to improve your sense of being grounded, and a ton of other things that I think a lot of us are experiencing these days during these changes. So go to the link in the show notes and find that. All right, welcome to our new deep dive series. If you haven't listened to the other deep dive series, let me explain a little about how this is going to work. Each week, we'll explore a single aspect of each chakra, what it is, why it's a part of a particular chakra, what imbalance looks like regarding this aspect, how it relates to weight loss or other goals, and how we can start to balance the chakra again. And in this series, by request, we'll have new meditations. And here's something fun about that. I have brand new original music that was composed specifically for chakra meditations. The composer or group name is Titanium Elephant. They're awesome. And I'll put a link to the album in the show notes so that you can listen to it anytime. As with all the series, we'll start at the root chakra. Now, way back in episode three, I said that security is quite possibly the defining characteristic of the root chakra, and today's aspect is a huge part of feeling secure, and that characteristic is trust. Trust is really at the base of feeling secure in any way. From the moment we're born, we start to learn about trust. Can we trust our caretaker to provide food when we're hungry? Warmth when we're cold? Comfort when we're crying? Do we trust that we will be cared for? Now, some people are lucky and never experience that initial insecurity. The initial fear that we don't have what we need and that we don't have a way to get it. And others are not so fortunate and learn early that trust isn't something to be given lightly. And this is where trust begins. There's a reason that this first chakra is related to the second trimester of pregnancy through 12 months of age. It's because the foundations of trust and security are laid then. As we get older, we learn to be more discerning about who we trust. We learn through relationships with family and friends, who supports our feelings of security and who doesn't. And as we get into romantic relationships, we learn about trust there too, sometimes the hard way. (laughs) But we're always learning about trust, and a betrayal of trust from a friend, a partner, or a family member can shake us to our core. It can uproot us. I talk all the time about the basic right of the root chakra and that it's your right to be, to be here to be authentically you. And especially in our early developmental years, we learn pretty quickly whether it feels safe or not to be ourselves. And if it wasn't safe for you, or if you needed to change who you are in order to feel secure, you'll have root chakra trauma for certain. And not all betrayals of trust are intentional. I'm I'm not saying anything bad about your family or your friends or anything like that, but Because we're all human, we let each other down sometimes. 
And if a letdown was particularly traumatic or dangerous, we'll carry that with us, particularly if it happened to us when we were young. And we all have that to some degree. Or at least, I mean, I've never met anyone who never felt like their trust was violated. Another form of trust that I think is vital to having a healthy root chakra is trust in yourself. And that can be incredibly difficult. As we have a variety of life experiences, we start to determine, rightly or wrongly, how much we can trust ourselves. And trusting yourself can come in many forms. Uh, You'll hear people say, I don't trust myself with whatever it is. And that's because we may have spent years letting ourselves down. We talked about keeping promises to ourselves and telling ourselves the truth. And not doing that is a sure way to lose trust in yourself. Uh, In one of the throat chakra episodes, I think it was, I talked about how lying to yourself will muddy that throat chakra. But at a deeper level, repeated lying to yourself creates an imbalance in the root chakra too. You wouldn't trust another person who constantly lied to you, who never kept their word. And while you might not recognize it as not trusting yourself, that's what's happening. Do you trust yourself to make good decisions? To be able to handle strong emotions? To keep promises to yourself and to others? I I think one thing that really impacts people's ability to lose weight and keep it off is that we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves to stick to a plan, to have certain kinds of food or wine in the house and not consume it. We've been so traumatized by repeated breaches of trust that we don't have the reserves to be who we want to be in any given moment. This is a quote I want to share. It's from a great article in Psychology Today, and I'll put the link to it in the show notes so you can read the whole thing. But here's a great quote about self-trust. Self-trust is not trusting yourself to know all the answers, nor is it believing that you will always do the right things. It's having the conviction that you will be kind and respectful to yourself regardless of the outcome of your efforts. One more time. Self-trust is not trusting yourself to know all the answers, nor is it believing that you will always do the right things. It's having the conviction that you will be kind and respectful to yourself regardless of the outcome of your efforts. People who have a strong sense of self-trust are confident without being arrogant. But more than that, having self-trust opens us up to looking at our experiences without feeling like we need to punish ourselves for our mistakes. We are able to extend ourselves kindness and grace, just as we would a friend, because we feel secure in ourselves, in our authentic being. When we can forgive ourselves for mistakes, self-trust automatically begins to grow because the goal is learning, not perfection, not avoiding self-inflicted punishment. I worked with a man once and I don't know what his background was or what his childhood was like, but by the time he and I came to be working together, his self-trust was at a real low. Uh, Whatever root chakra trauma he experienced over the years was starting to show itself in ways that were holding him back. 
I suspect he may have had encounters with authority that were dangerous or confusing because he created very strict, uh, sometimes almost arbitrary rules for himself. He didn't trust himself to make good decisions, so he would create rules like no lying in bed in the morning or no eating until noon on the weekends. But he didn't even really trust his own rules, and he certainly didn't want to follow them. He made them, but it was almost like he made them so he could break them and rebel against authority. And then he would punish himself by creating even more strict rules and breaking those as well. But because it was his own trust he was violating, he never got that feeling of satisfaction that he'd asserted his right to be who he wanted to be. He simply broke down his ability to trust himself. So... While we were cleaning up his nutrition and getting his workouts on track, we also worked to explore this need to have rules and this need to punish himself if he broke them. And also why? Why these particular rules? I asked him if he'd be willing to do an experiment, to throw out all the rules for one week. And we'd work together to create a single rule that he could follow every day. Or not. He agreed uh, when we settled on a rule. The goal was to make it simple and enjoyable and totally manageable and also forgivable. If it didn't happen, we worked on a plan for forgiving that in the moment by putting less pressure on the actual rule following itself. And by creating reasonable expectations for himself, along with giving him a little win every day, he slowly built up his trust in himself. And it was a slow process. And part of it was making the kindness and grace extended to himself, the forgiveness of any mistakes, part of the win, right? Doing that was the win as well. Change and balance in the root chakra takes time. And it takes a little effort, but it's worth it. Trust creates safety and security. And the most important type of trust to develop is with yourself, knowing that you can rely on you to make good decisions, to have your best interests in mind, to know that you can handle yourself in even the most challenging of circumstances. And if you can fully trust yourself, you can learn to trust other people because you'll trust your judgment, your choices, your decisions, your judgments that you make will be stronger and better and you'll trust them more. Now, one way to do this is to get curious about your inner critic. You know, that voice inside you that doubts everything you do. You know, the one that tries to get you to second guess every single little thing. Let's get interested in her. Let's see if she holds up under scrutiny. Because my guess is that like most people, You just let her talk without ever really questioning her. She says, you're not good enough for that job. Or you'll never be able to lose weight. Or who would ever love you? And we just sit back and agree with her without ever making her prove those statements. So if you're looking to identify that inner critic and and, uh, find out a little more, start with this. Whose voice is it? Is it your voice? Is it a parent's voice? The sixth grade bully? Who is it? Identify it. 
once you know who it is, try to see if you can trace it back to where it came from and just be interested, right? You're not making a judgment. You're just on a fact-finding mission. The answers don't matter particularly and we don't have to have an opinion on the answers. We're just looking for facts. Where did it come from? What's the purpose of the voice? Is it trying to protect you? Is it trying to hold you back? Is it trying to hold you back so that you don't get out there and then fail and have to feel that? Why? Why is the voice there? Get really interested and curious. Get some answers. And when you're satisfied with the answers you get, decide how you want to handle the critic. Some people have good experiences simply telling the voice to shut it and move along. Personally, that has never really worked for me, but try it. Maybe you can banish your voice. That's great. Get rid of it. Another way is to provide a counterpoint to the voice. If it has something to say, give it a reason that whatever it's saying simply isn't true. That might work really well for you. You know, point, counterpoint. She says, you'll never lose weight. And you say, well, that's not true. I've done it in the past, right? Like question the truth and provide a counterpoint. I'll also tell you my way of doing it that I have personally found to be very helpful. I listen. I listen for a moment. And then I say, thank you for the feedback. I'll be getting a second opinion. It's, I know, it's kind of silly. And it makes me laugh a little at myself. uh, And I don't feel so adversarial toward the voice. I'm not trying to fight her. And the voice and I can live together peacefully. And then on the off chance she has a good point, I am ready and willing to listen. So experiment with this and be bold in finding ways to manage that critical voice. Learning to trust yourself will make a huge difference in how you approach your weight loss goals and your life in general. Learning to trust yourself will reestablish balance in your root chakra. And as we've discussed, I think like a million times now, having that solid foundation of the root chakra is going to help you build all the rest of your energy system on a solid foundation. And self-trust can be the basis of that secure foundation. Okay, that inner critic exercise is to help you build trust in yourself. And today's meditation is for the same thing. It's a combination of breath work, emotional connection, and affirmations. It's a great way to help with anxiety too, which can be a form of lacking self-trust. Worrying about the future can produce great anxiety. But if you trust that you can handle yourself, handle your emotions and your thoughts, it can lessen that worry. So find yourself a comfortable meditation space and let's get started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sit tall. Feel the base of your spine, your sits bones, grounded into the floor or chair. 
Breathe deeply in through your nose and exhale through your nose. Imagine that you're stacking your vertebra one on top of the other, gently and carefully, placing each bone with intention. Continue to breathe. Stacking the vertebra, your head is the last to be placed lightly onto your spine. Feel both rooted into the floor and pulled from the crown of your head toward the sky. Inhale and exhale. Start to think about something that makes you very happy and fills you with love. It can be a person, a situation, a pet, a place in nature, anything that gives you joy and happiness. Let that feeling grow. Nurture that positive, joyful, grateful vibration. And feel it affecting your whole body. Breathing in that love, breathing in that gratitude. And as you let that joy grow, repeat these affirmations in your head after me. I am safe. I trust my judgment. Let that feeling of happiness continue to grow and really be present with it. I listen to my heart and my gut feelings. I trust my heart. Breathe in and feel your heart expand with love and joy. I trust not only all my physical senses, but also my intuition the sixth sense.
I am safe in knowing what to do and what not to do. If I make a mistake, I will be okay and I will learn. I will be able to make better decisions in the future because I trust myself. I trust my intuition, my gut. I value my own inner guidance. Let the feeling of love and gratitude in your body expand upward even further, filling your third eye. I trust the universe and I trust myself most of all. I am no longer attracted to deceitful situations or people. I forgive myself for any mistakes of the past and I am growing in my trust of myself. Breathe into these feelings of joy and gratitude and trust. Sit with the certainty that you are worthy of trust and security. Namaste.